Hey, what is up, Smoking Okies? This is Evan, joined as always by my two co-hosts. Brandon. And Floyd. And we've also got our good buddy, Steve Alspau from Aesthetic Cannabis here. He's dialing in from his phone. What's going on, Steve? Yo, what's up? How's everybody doing today? Good, sir. Chilling, smoking up. And here in just a moment, it looks like we will also have a Mr. Joshua Graston from Be Elevated for his very first time on the show. So it's shaping up to be a pretty interesting smoke sesh. Five dudes talking about weed. Yeah. New year, new smoke sesh. Not so new weed as far as my... uh... Yeah. My contribution goes. <laughs> Same homoerotic tension. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I'm still smoking of... on my harvest from October. Well, that's that's uh, what I was going to get to. Is that's what I'm going to be smoking on today as well. Uh, well, Sweet. yeah. Which one was it that you uh, you left over here, Evan? Was it the frosted uh, the frosted sherbet? Yeah, sherbet frosted sherbet. So, for my what we're smoking, I I uh, pulled out Frank Green and loaded him to the rim. So I've got over a gram loaded in the bowl. So <laughs> that's like a double blast from show history. There, the frosted sherbet that we talked about for weeks, and Frank Green, who's made many appearances. Yeah, so it's kind of. I, I I guess I'm not really smoking it as fast as I can as the one gram challenge usually goes, but kind of a relaxed one GC here. <laughs> well, I'll be damned because I'm smoking frosted sherbet too, man. That's yeah. Wild. Well, what are the odds? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a hit of it, actually. Yeah, it's a, that was our biggest seller. You know, definitely that was the hottest one we had. Well, it's, it's still smooth. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> even with a Frank Green hit. Well, I'm about to cough now, now that I fucking open my damn mouth. <laughs> yeah you know i'm getting ready to i i don't want to divert to what we're smoking with my stuff but I, i'm smoking for the first time since getting what i believe was covid and uh it's going to be interesting when i try it might be one of those where we got to cut me coughing for 20 minutes out Let's see. <laughs> luckily i i think i avoided a lot of the respiratory stuff with covid yeah i didn't get any of that so i was able to smoke but for a few days it was like None of the smoke had a flavor. It was just that sick mucusy flavor, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, not not Damn, to get too. I... Oh, go ahead, Steve. Damn, when I used to smoke cigarettes, like that's how I used to be able to tell when I'd be sick. Because if I smoked a cigarette and it tasted like like mucus, like you said, like, like that mucus taste. And that's, yeah, yeah. Like, that's how I knew a thickness was coming on, man. Like, oh shit, here it goes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, sure did. And then when you're when I was sick and smoking a lot, like I'd still smoke while I was sick. Just it was, even though it was just gross the whole time. Uh, <laughs> and there is Mr. Graston oh, coming in. He is connecting now. All right. Sweet. What is up, sir? Welcome to the show. Oh, he's still getting his audio going. That's yeah. cool. We'll just let him pop in when he can hear us. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, Joshua, if you can hear us, welcome to the show. Uh, just pop in once you're... Mike's good to go. We literally just started. Uh, we're just talking about what we're smoking right now. Yeah. Which, uh, Floyd, what are you smoking? Yeah, on? Yes, sir. Uh, I am smoking. Uh, what is this? Uh, lemongrass from private reserve gardens. It's, uh, what? Ooh. yeah. 20% THC. I guess all that. What it's weed. I can't really taste it still, but it's good. Well, pri- private reserve gardens. I think I've had a rosin of theirs. I've never had the flower. 
if yeah. it's the same, uh, what's the, do you have the logo on what's their logo look like? Uh, no, it's just a, the dram just has a generic printout on it. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, good. I mean, it's, it's nice. I'm feeling really well already. It's just one join in, but like I have like 20 sitting here. So yeah, I'm good to go. <laughs> but yeah, why don't you let us know about that deal? Actually, oh, let the listeners that. let the listeners know about the deal, where to find it. Yeah, no, there's a place called Grade A Dispensary that every Sunday uh, their deal is any purchase you get 15 free pre rolls. Um, which is, <laughs> and I mean they're, they're not terrible either. It's a uh, you know they say they're a gram, but I don't know. It looks a little less to me, but uh, it's jury animals on the ones they give you, and um, yeah, 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 I mean. You can go in there and spend like thirteen dollars and get fifteen free rolls. Oh my god, that's crazy! every single Sunday, every single Sunday they do that. That's Even the trickle down economics of October. Like at that at that rate, even if it were like ditch weed, you could still just like throw five joints in your mouth and smoke yeah. them away. <laughs> yeah. No, man, with those, you can go pass those out to the homeless, bro, and they'll be happy. Yeah, that dude. Shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's all I yeah. that's fucking awesome. Well, I never even thought of that. Little weed care package card and those yeah. homeless be like, hey man, sorry, I gotta see the card. No, don't no. want to catch a felony. Well, that's what I was about to say. You could go uh, accidentally drop some on the ground near the homeless and uh, maybe not yeah. notice it. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. That'd be fair. Um, where's, where's Grade A? Is Grade A in Oklahoma City? Uh, yeah. Uh, let me look it up real quick. I say, yeah, I've, I've passed it before. I, I thought it was. Yeah, it's kind of like it's off the road by itself. Kind of, you know, it's a it's a big dispensary that looks nice. up on Northwest 40th. Yeah, that logo is pretty nice. It's got one of those. I immediately judged by the logo and the fucking signage. Oh wow, that looks chill as fuck. Is it all like white and marble on the inside? Yeah, it's really nice inside. And it's like everybody's really relaxed. Like, yeah, it's a great place. They should be. I know. I covered that private reserve gardens uh, dab that I had on the show. And it was some good shit. So I bet that flower is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, oh, good. You know, go for it. You're good. Mr. Gaston, are you there? Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Oh, my this gosh. Is, Hi, guys. He's finally mm-hmm. here after 40 some episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm better late than never, right? What's up, Steve? Chilling. Enjoying a. Little Jay, what do you now? We're in the we're in the middle of our what we're smoking, Joshua, which is you know what it sounds like we're talking about what we're smoking, and I know you probably got something good up your sleeve. So what are you cheaping on or eating? Man, I've actually been testing out these new B rolls that we're making at B Elevated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we kind of made something that's pretty similar to the Packwoods. It's two grams of hand ground flour with live resin and keef on the outside. Oh my. Um, so we, we made a new one of those that's turple on turple on turple. So it's turple flower, turple live resin, and turple keef. So that's what I've been smoking uh, on today, man. So you get a turple edible and you just have it all. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> These dudes we had about a month back whenever you hooked me up with a goodie bag and be elevated for some work I did for you. Uh, I took it over to, to Blake and Floyd's house and we enjoyed those. Uh, I, I, I can't think of a be elevated thing I've tried that I haven't liked. Oh, thank you. We appreciate that, man. We we try to put out good medicine and price it right. You know what I mean? All right. 
the fucking those little octopuses. I still wish I could find those more easily down here because those are great. Oh yeah, man. I forgot about those octopus, man. The, oh, so, that thing was awesome. <laughs> you know, so we're really blessed in that we have a really good relationship with the the gummy manufacturer. They know that we dose them. You know, so it's 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 a pretty easy relationship. But the octopus manufacturer, man, as soon as they found out that people were dosing those, they were like, no. We're not selling it in bulk anymore. And so we're looking for another uh. animal shaped, another animal shaped gummy. But you know, it's it's really limiting. There's not a lot of uh multi-legged creatures out there that make for good dosing. Man. There's gotta be a bee gummy out there, right? Somewhere. I mean, unless we cool. find like a spider one or something, you know. Uh, find someone doing like Cthulhu shit. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> let's let's do do dosed mythical monsters. I like it. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. But it has to be like three thousand milligrams in a single gummy. Like you have to like touch it with tongs. <laughs> you, know, you know, man. I actually I make a uh, I make a two thousand milligram uh, blueberry muffin that you can't even really taste the medicine in. It's kind of crazy. That's cool. Holy shit! Sounds like my kind of muffin. Sounds very. Well, I mean, it it, it it is time release, so it's not all at once, you know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I had. Uh, a no. screaming eagle from nature's key and it was like the size i want to say around the size of a quarter but it was like three or four hundred milligrams and i split mm -hmm. it up like i usually don't take that much at once and dude that shit tasted like it was good it got me high but it tasted like straight rubber so good to you on hiding the taste you know it's really not just about the taste it's got you've got to hide the taste and you've got to make the texture fit in yeah, um, you've got to make sure the emulsion's right so that the dosing is consistent throughout. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, a lot of patients, like you said, break it down into threes or fours, mm -hmm. and so you've got to make sure that that is, uh, you know, consistently dosed throughout. Otherwise, you're going to get those hot spots and have stuff that just tastes nasty or has nasty as consistency. You know? Yeah, or they'll take uh, you know one bite off of it; it doesn't do anything because <laughs> there's no medicine there. I think it's yep, bunk. Yep, exactly. And there goes your reputation with that person. Right. Mm -hmm. that's all it takes is once man mm -hmm. well, that's also i like the quality control and uh man a blueberry muffin sounds amazing yeah <laughs> i will we'll have to get together in person soon guys and i'll, I'll bring desserts oh oh once man. we get out of that covid lifestyle yeah once yeah, i can yeah, leave the house <laughs> i was uh, lucky enough to like start testing negative early i got I think I got sick before any of us and passed it on maybe, but uh, anyway, I've been testing negative and even, <laughs> even so I've been dressing like I'm going out into the fucking apocalypse. Like I only go through the dispensaries with the drive-thrus and then I like have gloves on and my mask <laughs> and I fucking pull my money out of my wallet only with my gloves on. Like, I don't want to make anybody sick. <laughs> no, it's funny though. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. It's just, no, you're good. <laughs> that's just crazy. I'm uh, I'm oh, happy dear. to be well enough to shop. You know, it's just a reality though, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I go to, I go to a lot of these events and stuff. And so before I go to an event, that has got a ton of people. I'll go get a negative COVID test just to be sure, you know? Yeah. It's good practice. That uh, shit was lame. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm on the tail end of it. Like uh, I'm going to test again, probably on Tuesday. I was telling uh, uh they changed the they, they change the guidelines like what if, if something like if you have a fever you only have to be like <laughs> as long as you don't have a fever you only have to stay inside for like five to ten days now not two weeks or something yeah, I think yeah. they change the guidelines up now I think Monday Monday so tomorrow I think is my five days I believe so I'm gonna wait till Tuesday and probably test then 
Well, that yeah. dude who, uh, who the dude who fucked that pangolin can really that dude can fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, God damn it, it, LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's hilarious. Oh, At least it'll never be a Space Jam too. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about uh, that like several shows back about how whoever will be in Space Jam 3 is probably already playing basketball in high school. Like we did the math and everything. <laughs> yeah, like the scouts are already looking at him. Yeah, if our stoner math was correct, the scouts are you know, already really, looking at the Space Jam 3 guy. See, you guys, you guys are you guys are halfway there with right. They've even got Facebook looking for him as well. So any kid that watches the original or the second Space Jam gets flagged. And especially oh. if they listen to any R. Kelly, I believe I can fly when they put in a special <laughs> file, you know. Uh, <laughs> we you might get you might get put in two files for playing that. Well, yeah, we, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we did forget to factor into our math though the variable of uh social media and shit, because he brings up a good point. They're looking for him on Facebook, Instagram, all mm. sorts of shit. They're gonna find him faster. The scouts have more tools these days, you know. Well, Space Jam taught me anything. They need to be looking for him on the streets of Akron, Ohio. LeBron <laughs> James has a son. That's who it's going to be. All right. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, man, it, I don't think he's even going to get – he'll get drafted if LeBron's playing. If LeBron's not playing, he's going to end up like – I don't know. We don't need to turn this into a sports <laughs> podcast. Anyway. This is a smoke test. It's just whatever comes up, comes up. <sighs> Those are some expectations, though. If you're fucking LeBron's kid, like, what else are you going to do for a career? <laughs> I guess that's what Space Jam 2 was about. <laughs> Pretty much, right? <laughs> the kid, when he wanted to make video games, and LeBron was like, no, dude, you're going to be a pro ball player. I think is how it went. <laughs> Probably how it went. It was I fucking... We had to watch that, too, like, I don't know how many... Oh, Blake's on mute. Uh, there was one point where all of our children were real into it, so we had to go see it at the theater, and then we were watching Space Jam 2 and 1 on and off on HBO all day. Like That was an intense moment in time, looking back. Damn. I started to watch it. I couldn't finish it. It was pretty bad, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I haven't tried to watch the second one yet, Legacy. I haven't tried. <laughs> it's rough, <laughs> man. It's rough. Yeah, I'm going to be going on and off mute because uh, I'm getting near the bottom of this uh, one gram challenge. And they're getting to be very ashy hits. <laughs> so oh, you're good. I was just fucking, I thought yeah. you were going to say something and like it threw me off when you didn't. I know. Uh, no, I can't remember the quick button for mute. Is it space bar? I don't know. Nope. Maybe that's yes, just went it mic is. Out. Yeah, it is. All right. So it won't be as distracting now. I won't be clicking around and maybe headbutting my mic looking for shit and. I should probably shout out. So I've got a pre-roll of Banana Daddy that I've been smoking on from a better bud. I just bought it today um, in my trip out into society. And uh, fucking it's 21.93% THC, which if you buy percentages, uh, buy percentages and 1.75% terps. And it's not making me choke. And nor is it there's somebody else in the house smoking on it who also had or has COVID and they're not choking either. So that's a pretty mm. good pre-roll. Oh, Damn, it came that's up. probably the... Uh... That's um, integrity weed right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's integrity. Hey, uh, actually, while uh, since we're all here and it's still relatively early in the show, why doesn't everyone go ahead and shout out their uh, their socials? Steve, Joshua, anyone you want to shout out to? Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll go first. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at hippieism420. That's H-I-P-P-I-E-I-S-M 420. 
and on Facebook, uh, just Steve Ospal <laughs> and at Aesthetically Pleasing. Aesthetically Pleasing is your big group, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a big group. You can find that Aesthetically Pleasing with a THC capitalized. Cool. Capitalized in the Aesthetically. And then uh, what's up with you, Joshua? We know all your shit, but the audience doesn't. Okay, sure. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Joshua E. Graston. Um, funnily enough, I'm also on Twitter at Joshua E. Graston. That's G-R-A-S-T-O-N. Uh, our, our business pages are, are the Be Elevated page, which is a Be Elevated OK on both Facebook and Instagram, and Big Bang Cannabis, which is listed as Big Bang Canna, C-A-N-N-A, on Facebook. How many times have people pointed out the BBC to you? Uh, listen, as soon as, I, as soon as I registered my LLC, as soon as I registered my LLC, one of my friends goes, Big Bang Canna. And I go, yeah. And he goes, he goes, BBC. And I said, well, it's the only one I'll ever get to have. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, and of course, our socials are. Well, oh, I'm I'm lazy. I just say Google smoking on this podcast, but I'm Evan, Evan. <laughs> okay, let me get this uh, smoke out of my lungs. It is smoking Okies Pod on Instagram, smoking Okies Pod on Facebook, smokingokiespod.com on the website, and reddit.com slash r slash smoking Okies for our Reddit. Uh, we've also got a Discord. It's been a little slow, so if you're hearing this, come give our Discord some life. Help us help us talk about weed. I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm so fucking high. I've not smoked weed, like straight uh, smoked weed in two weeks. And I'm like, my eyelids are on the yeah. floor high. Well, I'm, I'm really fucking high too. That's why I wanted to get all that stuff out of the way. Cause uh, now we can just hang out and, you know, bullshit and everything. But for the listeners, uh, uh, now you know where to find our guests. If you like what they have to say, cause they're very interesting people. I've met both of them and uh, they're doing great things in the cannabis industry here in Oklahoma. So you might go give them a follow. Yeah, this shit's way more interesting than ours online. Uh, we, just, uh, we just we just steal oh, memes from Reddit. I, I did just recently start two podcasts. Yes. Oh yeah, what's uh what's the name? So I started one podcast. It's called Fuck Your Comfort Zone. <laughs> yeah. And I've got a, I've got a couple episodes out on that one, and then I just launched one yesterday on January first. It's called The Weeders Digest. Oh, I'm looking what, forward to listening to that on the way to work. Yeah, what uh, what kind of content so, can they expect from each? Or? Uh, the Weeders Digest is pretty much just strictly cannabis. Um, pretty much kind of get what you guys do, just anything cannabis, man. I mean, uh, you know. And then uh, the Fuck Your Comfort Zone is kind of just talking about people who have left their comfort zone and ventured out to live their life how they want. And they've chasing their dreams, you know, just pretty much living their life how they want to, man. So. Yeah. That's cool. Because cool, I, I think you were talking about that one when we met <laughs> back in uh, October to record our episode. That's awesome. Yeah, but I told you I just downloaded Anchor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of no, crazy. I, I think I, we're... Go ahead, Steve. No, I was just going to say I appreciate the inspiration because, you know, definitely being on that episode inspired me to get it kicked me in my ass to get it going. You know what I mean? So I appreciate it. And that's oh, still our welcome. most downloaded episode, dude. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming yep. on. It was a yeah, it was a great cool. time. That's why yeah, we're here again. You know, <laughs> and we've been trying to get jo- you guys are a bunch of stoners. <laughs> yep. And you yep, hear there's it, we we have various flavors of stoner too. Like they're just the way everybody does things. It's a very interesting mix. <laughs> for instance, Floyd will eat like 500 milligrams of edibles at a time. 
I just like to time travel. <laughs> I've seen you do it accidentally too, though. And it's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> you, you've, wait, you've, you've watched Floyd accidentally time travel? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah, edibles. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, he said, I mean, like, I... I'm way more of like a functional user. I don't really like getting fucked up. And I still, I'll eat like 600 milligrams in a day if I'm really busy, but that's like, I try to keep it there. My tolerance has been kicking my ass. So that's probably going to be going up before long. Well, you know, talking about tolerance, one of the things that, that we're working on, I'm not doing a podcast like you guys. I'm actually doing a little short video series, Yeah, uh, but it's called, it's called a baked history. And what we're doing is we're taking historical experts on different topics who have not consumed cannabis before and we oh. are going to get, we are going to get stoned while talking about the things that they are, uh, their areas of specialty. And we're going to see how much they know about what they actually know. Oh by man. Quizzing them on their own topics while they are vastly medicated. Oh shit. So it, it should be a good time. You know, <laughs> that sounds like a way more like it still is entertaining, but way more uh, educational version of like drunk history. Yeah. Because you get well, somebody that's, that's really and... what it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's supposed to be uh, edutainment, you know, you're supposed to get a little bit of education and a whole lot of entertainment. Yeah. That's, that's dope. That's a good elevator pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I'll check it so, out. Where Where's that going to be? Uh, where are you planning on? Like, uh, we're filming out a, we're filming out a OTU media out of Oklahoma city, the mm-hmm. bunker. So they've got a, they've got a full service video recording team out there. So, I mean, where where are you going to publish it? Um, we're going to go through YouTube at first and publish on all the different platforms and see if we can get some traction on it, man. You know, Hell really, yeah. there's there's just a, there's such a, a large following with just the Oklahoma base, um, and you know, my main thing is trying about education in my own backyard. Uh, so I'm trying to to reach as many patients as we can, and you know, provide both education and entertainment at the same time. Those are the types of videos that I get sucked into. So, yeah, like my a lot of sci-fi shit and uh, like space shit. Like, what's uh, Floyd? What's the name of that one? That German one? Oh God, I can't fucking pronounce it. Like um, Kirksistat or something. Kirk's in a nutshell, it's uh, K U R Z J G E S H E T. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, but Kirk's those are the, got. I love those like educational and entertaining videos. They're fun. Oh yeah. Those God, are great, like, dude. Man. I get all bugged out watching how those is, fucking physics videos like that. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> how is YouTube with cannabis? Is YouTube like, do they censor cannabis at all? Or are they pretty cool with it or what? I think it's pretty risky still. It's, it's, uh, it's less risky than it was. You can have weed content up, but they have a very vague clause that says you can have info that, educates on weed but don't don't glorify it basically uh, and they use that line to fuck with people so if you're like uh, joshua just by what you're describing what you said sounds like it would be fine but you've always got to be nervous one way you can avoid uh, trouble is not putting ads on it at first yeah well, no, so we're, our plan is to not go with ads and we're also not going to show the medication on air uh, that's the beauty of the time the time release capsules is we can we can take a capsule right before the show and literally watch somebody go from non-medicated to medicated without any time yeah, lapse right. any edits any cuts yeah. that's cool so yeah so you yeah. you wouldn't get the uh yeah yeah you're totally bypassing that i think i think that yeah because be there's not even there's not even any cannabis used it's just people that are medicated mm-hmm. and until they figure out how to medicate how you look and you know lord knows they'll try uh, i think we'll be in a pretty safe zone at first at least you know 
And that's the cool thing about self-funding these things, man, is when you do that, you don't have to take on sponsors or ask a bunch of people's permission. You just, yeah. you know, yeah. stay, stay within the rules and fucking do it, you know? That's, yeah, that's something we love about the podcast here. Like we yeah, absolutely. we set our own rules to, you know, follow through, but we answer uh, ultimately the three of us, you know. Now, if our uh, three Chinese listeners are actually in China, they take their lives into their own hands every time yeah. they listen to our show. <laughs> I like, I, I still like to think that it's not VPN and we have, <laughs> we're pirate radio over there. There's you know, like know one dude, like, he's an expat and he's from Oklahoma and hearing us talk makes him think about back home. And then like the other you know, dude in Beijing, sorry, is like the fucking like the, 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 what's the Chinese KGB. That's like the agent who's watching that guy. I've got a whole story in my head. <laughs> sorry, Joshua, what were you saying? Uh, you know, I really think you guys should start doing a special segment to your Chinese listeners just because you know, they're out there, you know, act in that faith that they're there and make a little special segment for them. And maybe you can really uh, increase that market share. I could get my old roommate shoe in on it maybe, but I don't think he's a big fan of weed at all. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a whole different segment. I think it's a hard sell weed in China. Isn't maybe it? Like, yeah. Maybe like throwing a Jackie Chan tribute or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, those dudes love, they do love Jackie Chan over there. He's a politician over That's there. What I'm saying, yeah. Or uh, I mean, yeah. we, we threw our email out there. So Chinese listeners send us an email. If you can, if, if you can type in English, I guess you can, cause you're listening to us and we don't translate respectfully. Please don't send us ransomware. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Just make I, email address. I love Jackie Chan or something. Yeah. You're going to, you're really going to have to put the whole, summarize your email in the uh in the title because i'm probably not going to click on it <laughs> my old roommate Shu was a fucking he was like he was a cool dude like he loved yao ming like and because of that he was like the biggest nba fan in the world and uh fucking that dude was he was cool as fuck i miss that guy he's like he's the chair of some orchestra now doing way bigger shit than me oh, damn yeah i don't know i don't know if i would say being the chair of an orchestra is bigger shit than you bro you got oh, yeah. people listening to you in China. That's fair. You're in, you're in the national. You're worldwide, homie. Ugh. I'm also wondering, I've got the fucking, the listener map here. I'm just kind of scrolling through. We are showing legitimately like 40 listeners in Brazil, and I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, what's going on? Damn. I'm just going to Google Brazil weed. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm, one day I'm going to get high in Brazil cannabis. Here we go. What's going on? Here, I'll put a picture in the chat. It's illegal. Oh, damn, <laughs> so really what we're, what we're learning is that you guys are really popular as a pirate radio podcast. <laughs> That's great. Is, well, just the first line from Wikipedia says cannabis in Brazil is illegal and criminalized, but possession and cultivation of personal amounts and for private use were depenalized in 2006. Respect Yay, Brazil. Yeah. And it seems that I can't get the picture to paste, but all of them are in Brazil. So it's either somebody fucking around on a VPN and it's bouncing around different places in Brazil. I don't know. The listener map fascinates me. No, I think what's happening is, uh, is Oklahoma is becoming kind of a hub for uh, weed and uh, mm -hmm. people are visiting and then going back to their other countries and we're spreading well, I mean, like wildfire. You know, being being completely legit about it, though, like we're starting to have conversations with even some of the scientists over in Israel. Uh, oh, wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, so the, the, the reach of that is insane. Like I'm working with a couple of companies stateside. We're actually literally getting to work with one of the doctors that's involved in some of the active studies in Israel right now. And it's just 
It's yeah. mind boggling. Wow. That's neat. Yeah, that is. Holy shit. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's cannabis is fucking international. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, you know, really, really, we're the, we're the wild, wild west in a lot of ways. If you think about it, you know, the FDA can't really come in here. So we are able to uh, formulate and attempt to treat without ever making any claim on curing things that nobody else will. Um, so we have people coming to us that need help with things that medicine has just given up on. Um, and as long as you're willing to not take credit and be egotistical about it, you're able to treat and cure people. You know, it's, it's really fucking cool. What is something that you've seen cannabis street that kind of surprised you? You know, man, I'll, I'll be completely honest. It wasn't so much a surprise. It was a surprise to me that other people hadn't gone after it more specifically. Um, you know, cannabis obviously is, is very effective against multiple types of cancer. Uh, okay. But non-Hodgkin's, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma specifically was something that just even people that were on traditional RSO, we just saw not have the best results out of. Um, due to the massive spread at that point, once, once it hit the lymph nodes. Right. And, you know, in the past year, we've seen such results with that. Uh, you know, we've seen numerous patients in remission, even from being in stage four when they started, you know. Wow. That's neat. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's kind of Spider-Man, though. And I know all you guys will get this, like, with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> type stuff. It's, it's very heavy while it is cool, you know. Oh, no, that's fair. I get that. I always see you on Facebook too, you know, showing like people doing the, the grams of RSO, the penny grams and so on. It's good that there's a lot of that out there. Like that would be something that I would hopefully cancer never fucks with my life, but I would, you know, probably try RSO if it did. I'm you know, man, our, our, our ultimate goal is to be able to have programs for everybody. Just if you can't afford medicine, here's a program that'll work for you. Because the fact is, dude, it's a plant. Everybody should have access to it. Everybody should have equal access to it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're trying to, as much as we can on a, a personal and business level, be that change that we want to see, you know. Now, whenever Oklahoma gets around to decriminalizing or outright uh, legalizing in some sense psychedelics, do you think Bill is going to be getting in on that too? Um, I will put it this way, man. My, my personal science, uh, as far as my journeys, definitely delve into the fungi side of things. Um, and not just psilocybin, but the entire fungi world. Um, and in my, in my, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And in my, in my patent that's pending for my time release tech, it also applies, you know, the word we used was biota, which actually means all plant and fungal life. Um, so my, my time release technology actually applies to, to any mushrooms as well. So absolutely, once legalization is not an obstacle, we will be pursuing that. That's cool. Oh shit! Uh, where where are the, where are they on the front of stuff like that? Because uh, isn't wasn't it like Denver and like Oakland or something like decriminalized? I think there have been a couple, maybe one state that's straight decriminalized them in a couple places, and I, I want to say it may be DC or something like that. It's a deal where like you can't buy them at a store, but you can go in and buy a greeting card, and they'll give you mushrooms with the greeting card kind of thing. Isn't it? Isn't it Detroit? I think it's Detroit for some reason. Yeah, Detroit's one of them. I think you're right. Yeah, like maybe like you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico, or something. Anyway, Oakland did all I'm, plant-based uh, psychedel- psychedelics or whatever, something, something like that. That's cool. Yeah, I want to say Oakland and Denver were the first two, or maybe it was Portland. Yeah. I, I, it was a big city, and then uh, another city in California that Oakland like just came out of nowhere because you hardly ever hear about Oakland. You know. Maybe if fucking oh, sorry. <laughs> maybe if Fresno would do that, everybody would fucking stop like hating living there. 
<laughs> I think you're asking a lot. <laughs> they, they are magic mushrooms, but there are limits. <laughs> they, had to, they had to put out a fucking ad campaign called Frez Yes. <laughs> Everybody was shit talking Fresno. Oh, I just got that. Oh. <laughs> uh, shout out to Steve. Holy fuck, I am ripped. This weed is good. <laughs> and that was improperly stored. It's been in like a shitty, not airtight plastic container for like three months. That's fucking nuts. That's awesome. Good shit. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. You you had some of Steve's cannabis for three months? It doesn't last more than a couple of days around me, man. I, I don't smoke a ton, man. It hurts my lungs. Yeah, and when he came over and dropped off COVID, he also dropped it off the wait, wait a minute now. Are we gonna, are we gonna have this discussion on the air? I'm saying this this I'm joking, okay? It's this, uh, it's a joke. It allegedly. will be the first who infected who conversation I've had with you, buddy. <laughs> uh but no, anyway. Dog, man. <laughs> I ain't gay by sick. Fuck that. <laughs> I blame him. I blame my place of work. Yeah. Not that a place that you almost said. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, Evan also brought over some uh, frosted sherbet. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Frosted oh, sherbet. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I just ground up. Uh, oh, yeah. You weren't here at the beginning. I ground up a, a gram of it and stuffed it into Frank Green, my uh, bowl that holds a gram. So I've just been yep. hitting that. And I'm. Whew, I feel like a, a, a pair of floating eyeballs right now. So. <laughs> Been there. Uh, I'm about to fucking take yeah, it. I'm actually about to harvest again in uh, about two and a half weeks. So. Yeah. Nice. What Can't is wait, it? This, is it the fun. same stuff or you, uh, new strains? Yeah, or Orange, velvet, Boston sherbet, lemon berry, same three strains. Actually, a lot bigger buds this time, and they're a lot more nice. dense. So I, I pushed the feeding a little bit harder, so I beefed them up a little bit. That's so good, nice. So here in the coming months, yeah, that, that next for it. Yeah, now that next run I'm putting in, though, I'm going to have new strains going in finally. So I got this strain coming out for right before 420, and it's called Poutang Juice. <laughs> yes. Say Poutang Juice? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh, and it'll that's, be out like yeah. late March, right before four twenty. It's really fucking dope. That one's gonna make it onto a what we're smoking. I, I, yeah. I just looked into the future, and I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's a, in a one. A purple. Of, <laughs> a purple? Know, I, I really. Yeah, the buds are purple. It's nice. Mm. It's a fucking hell of a plant. I really think you need to make like some lollipop edibles out of that so that you can have a poontang juice lollipop edible. <laughs> oh, man. So you can just lick the poontang juice all day. Uh, and and little pies. Yeah, yeah. poontang pie. There you go. Yeah. Little green uh, cream pies. Pie. <laughs> put, the, put the rock on the cover. Can you smell it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh. now I, I cannot oh, find a you guys, you guys, this conversation sparked a curiosity in me. I cannot <laughs> find a, a specific product online, but I can find instructions on how to make edible panties that are activated. Okay, hold up, hold up. There Whoa. was actually a there was a girl that asked me if we could do this, and then she <laughs> never followed through on that. I won't name drop her, but um I seriously could do this, man. It's not hard. We could almost make like a fruit roll-up style. 
and infuse oh, it be so be so easy um you know i mean i can't guarantee comfort uh but i can guarantee <laughs> efficiency and edibility you know oh uh, man i'm just know, imagining the lady wearing out there that will... I know a couple of companies out there that'll spread down with this one. <laughs> no, 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 we can't do that to our cheeseburgers. Oh my god, I'm just imagining like a, a lady wearing a fruit roll up this underwear. You know what, bro? Listen, if it's you so go funny. to Christie's Toy Box or any of those shops, I guarantee you there's a fruit roll up edible underwear right now. Guarantee it. Oh my god. <laughs> Down here, there's no, a fucking. I mean, I mean but it, like, it's like they just unwrapped a fruit roll up and used it as underwear. <laughs> like, it's not shaped That's as funny. underwear or anything. <laughs> cut a hole here, cut a hole there, and that's good. Maybe <laughs> like a European thong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. Down here in Lawton, we've got a, there's a Christian radio station and like right behind it is a big sign for Christie soy box. I keep meaning to get a picture of it. It's great. Like a big right billboard. I you love know, the it. Only way to take, the only way to take that to the next level would be for Christie's to like buy ad space on the radio station. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't tell them what you are in the ad. Don't say what your business is. Be like, we're a toy store. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. That's awesome. Just assault the radio station. Mm. I I've listened to that radio station too, just kind of driving around or whatever. And there have been times where I've been listening and like it sounds like it's two dudes getting pretty hammered on beer, but they're talking about religious <laughs> shit. It's kind of weird, but it's you know, it's one of those things you keep listening to. Yeah, that, that's called baptism, bro. <laughs> it must be a fucking Catholic <laughs> radio station. Oh my god! Well, that's, gr- that, no, that's that's that, no, that, bro. That's wine. If it's beer, then it's got to be Southern Baptist. Oh, oh okay, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think I greened out for a minute. Welcome back. <laughs> How fucking... about this cold weather, huh? Fuck it. Oh man, I haven't Look, gone you outside. Guys got COVID. <laughs> I actually, uh, I lit a fire yesterday. I've got a fireplace here. I lit a fire and sat by it. It was got high. It was awesome. Staring at a fire for like an hour and a half. Oh man, I'm jealous. You got like the experience of that show they put on TV at Christmas only in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Sure did. And then it made me wonder where the fuck am I going to get firewood? Yeah. 7 Eleven, of course. Gas stations. Yeah. I know. It's super overpriced there. It's like six bucks for, you know, three little, three pieces of wood. You got that one tree Uh, out there right by the window. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. You know, I I really think that every door dash to my house, please. I think that every man should cut down a tree once in his life. I mean, I've not done it either, but I think every man should, you know. Oh, I have in my past. I've done a lot, yeah. yeah. Lloyd's dad used to make us cut wood, so that's where I got my experience. Yeah, we were we we all came from like the, the southern country of uh, Indiana. Oh yeah, so you guys had to do all that work, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all time. Now there was there was one summer they made me throw hay bales, and that was yeah. the worst summer of my life. <laughs> uh, do you used oh, to that for fun every summer? Oh no. Oh, yeah. Shucking corn to make money and shit. Yeah. I got fired from that. And I looked I looked like a, a little bitch in front of uh, a girlfriend's dad when I was a teenager. Cause uh <laughs> she 
her dad was a farmer and they needed help. Uh, they needed help like bailing some hay and, uh, to, and they called me to ask me to do it. And I can't fucking turn him down. It was my girlfriend's dad. Right. But at the time that was when I was like, uh, lifting weights a bunch. So I was already fucking tired. So I went over and I could barely lift any of these fucking hay bales. And, what? uh, so they ended up put, putting me on the, as the guy who just kicks it, like the bales onto the <laughs> conveyor, like where they put the kids. It was so fucking embarrassing. Oh no. <laughs> uh. Man, with, I was thinking with my work, the, the line of work I do now, like if I'm ever in like a, a CQC combat, combat situation, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty confident in my ability to just basically stand in one place very still and like, you know, wrestle somebody around and then kiss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're really going to gain the tactical advantage at that point. You know, uh, I mean, yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Cause either way they're, they're either going to try to get away from you or enjoy it. <laughs> so <laughs> well, if they further you've the taken chicken. control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh. I drop my edibles. Lick their teeth. Like the wolf. <laughs> oh, that dude. Yeah. Oh, fucking. I'm trying to look something up. I wish I had a way to share this. That's all right. Whatever. Oh, uh, you can do screen sharing on uh, on this shit. Easy. I was going to think. Show you guys that thing in Brazil, but whatever. We moved on from that. Uh, uh, hmm. Well, what next, guys? What's going on? Hey, uh, Joshua, tell us about Yoko. I've talked about it having it a little bit on the show. Why don't you give us the pitch, dude? Uh, you're, he's muted. Oh, he's muted. Oh, yeah. he's tied up on something. My bad. I'm a rude ass. Mm. All right, Steve, tell us about what's going on with the state of cannabis outside of what you already told us. Uh, actually, this Friday, <clears throat> all right, have you guys heard of the oil room yet up there in uh, Oklahoma City? I've heard of it. I haven't been there yet. Okay, it's like a one of the new. It's like a new smoke uh, hangout, like a cannabis lounge, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they got like music. They got live music and stuff. They serve coffee and shit. So, like, they don't serve they don't serve alcohol. So, I guess they can stay open like twenty four seven or whatever as late as they want. Yeah. Um, my buddy is a DJ, DJ Andrew. He's doing a show there Friday night, and he asked me to sponsor it. Uh, so, Aesthetic Cannabis is going to sponsor it. I'm gonna pass out joints all night. So Hell yeah. Oh, that's cool. Dude, so how does so that be at the oil room yeah. Friday night? How does uh, a venue like that work? Um, do they sell cannabis or do you is it a do you bring your own? BYOB, man. Bring your own bud. All right, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was so, trying yeah, to think of have, what the B was, and I couldn't come up with it. I am so slow on the take right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, yeah no, it's just kind of like, kind of like a cannabis hangout spot. Bring your own shit, smoke, hang out. Um, like I said, they serve coffee and shit. So you know, uh, but yeah, it's a pretty good spot. I've, I've only been there once. It's pretty cool. It's neat. I, COVID fucking took a lot of those places down. Uh, there was one down here called oh, yeah. something or other that I never actually got to go to before they closed. I was gonna go over there and try to hustle some dudes on two K at one point, but you know, never got around to it. And fucking. Eh. <laughs> Closest I've been to is the hookah bar. You could pay that place to, is chill. Yeah, it was cool just to be out in a social environment, you know, like that, smoking weed uh, and chilling on couches and stuff. They just yeah, they it's, charged it's a good you. Time. Yeah, they charged like ten bucks for a smoking fee, but yeah, whatever. What can you do? 
It fucking 10 extra it was convenient, my medicine. You, know what I'm saying? you can go somewhere else and smoke, you know? Yeah, it was nice. Well, uh, I mean, especially like, like for people like me and Steve, right? I'm not going to have people at my house. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather have a, yeah. a public place to where if I want to meet people, whether it's people in the industry or, mm-hmm. you know, just meet friends, it makes it an easy, safe place to go and medicate and not have to worry about crap, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, Josh, you were gone. You've been there before, the oil room, right? Yeah, I went to the oil room right when it opened one time, and then I went to uh, Studio 30 once here in Tulsa. That's a really cool place as well. Tulsa's got that Smoklahoma Lounge. That's pretty cool. Um, and then there's a bunch of those like little coffee shops now, like Gypsy Coffee House, where you can medicate. That's dope. Little Amsterdam, man. That's awesome. I mean, really, it's, it's the way it should be. You know, the law in Oklahoma says that if you can smoke cigarettes, you can smoke cannabis. So the fact is, most oh, yeah. people don't even realize they could be medicating a lot more places than they are. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know that we're fi- we're obviously fighting stigmas. Yeah. Uh, but I think the part of the way that you fight stigma is that you take away some of the mysticism about something. You know, this is this is medicine, and a large majority of us are using it as medicine. Mm-hmm. And even if you're using it recreational, there's still a medicinal benefit. So, to, to me, I think every place you should be able to medicate. At least if they're going to allow you to smoke cigarettes, you should be able to. Medicate. Yeah, well, you know, radios were going to control the minds of children, and then the televisions were. So, and then the internet—it's like, yeah, it's getting past that fucking bad stigma as you as you talk about more education and just people being exposed to it. Fucking edibles really help with that. I still see the commercials on TV about uh, the stone drivers fucking taking like a kid and shit. My dude, like. I don't see any for drunk drivers, man. I see more for stone. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, I well, know. And I, don't, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you guys saw this, but last spring, there was actually a Oklahoma <laughs> Highway Patrol conducted a study with drivers that were texting, drivers that had uh, been inebriated via alcohol, drivers that were medicated via cannabis, and non-distracted drivers. And clearly, distract, non-distracted drivers did the best. But after that, it yeah. was the, the, the cannabis drivers before either the alcohol or the textures. You know what I mean? Dude, I bet so, it was close as fuck for number one because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm alert as fuck when I'm driving. <laughs> I'm way more cautious and slow. Like I was, I make mistakes and get aggressive when I'm sober, but that's just probably because I'm addicted to cannabis. Like, well, you know, don't, don't quote me on this part, but if I, if I remember correctly, the problem was that the people that were on cannabis actually finished slightly slower than the people who were just sober and non-distracted. But, you know, if, if anything, that just means we take our time and we arrive safe, you know? There was something else I saw, too, that uh, OG shared um, and I saw on Reddit that uh, apparently the uh, OHP or whatever on New Year's night, New Year's Eve or whatever, didn't record any highway fatalities. Yes. Yeah, and awesome. like you yeah. get, you hate to politicize something like that because it just kind of makes you sound like one of those people. But I guarantee you that we played a role in that. I bet if there weren't people oh, out getting stoned yeah. and chilling, there would have been fatalities. That's you know, I, oh, bet, yeah, I bet if you actually, I bet if you actually pulled the numbers since legalization, that they have continuously contri- trended downwards. I might look into that. That's interesting. Yeah, you should. It's, that wouldn't be too that, hard to look up. I guarantee you that. Well, I mean, why would they give credit to it? I mean, let's be real, guys. You know, up until the 1940s, yeah, yeah, cannabis yeah. was in up to 60 percent of the medicines at every pharmacy that was out there. Yeah, like they they oh, yeah. knew that it worked and they took it away from us for whatever reason. I wasn't alive back then. Yeah, yeah it was what part of the oh. pharmacopoeia back in the 1600s or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, literally in in 60 percent of all orally administered medicines until the 1940s. 
it was an yeah, antibiotic so, before people knew what antibiotics were. Yeah, I knew. So I, I mean, I, it, it's gonna it's gonna be hard for them to fully admit what they know. But if you even look at like right. the FDA recently released something talking about how they know that there's an endocannabinoid system, how they know that there's yep. benefits to it, you know, so more and more, just like with aliens, let's be real with it. They can take <laughs> a little bit of data at a time. Right. And like the, the crazy, like tinfoil hat people are like, yes, finally, but the, those, those of us that kind of stood in the middle are like, okay, I kind of thought that all along. Right. But right. it's happening more and more. We get fed a little bit of information at a time. Not enough to piss us off and make us raise our arms, you know, but enough to just keep us compliant. You know, maybe I'm going off topic here. Maybe it's, it's getting a little too 1984 for me. I don't know. You good. No, no, I, I get it. That's uh, you, I think you and uncle dig one of our other guests and I guess podcasts were on the backseat chronicles uh, would probably get along. <laughs> yeah. You know, man, I, I was never a conspiracy theorist my entire life. And now I'm starting to be like, no, man, some of those people are just theorists. You know, they figured out some stuff. Maybe some of it was guessing. But more and more, if you look at, at history of the earth, right, human reported history, no one system of government has lasted longer than 250 years. Not a single one. And how old is the U.S.? What, 246? Oh, no. So you're telling, you're telling me that our system of government is going to be the one that outlasts everybody, the Romans, the Chinese. You know, Come on, really? Why couldn't so, I have just fallen in a fucking period of stability? I don't want to live through that. <laughs> All of no, the listen, skills that I have are based on fucking society working. Nobody needs a fucking writer or marketer when the shit hits the fan. Well, man, listen, that's, I mean, I'll be honest, dude, like some of this sounds silly, but like I started going to like learn classes on how to do some basic things, you know, not full on prepper level or anything, but you know, I realized how contingent I was upon everything of these systems that society set up and made, I realized, man, I just like to be a little more self-sufficient, you know? Uh, I've, uh, I know how to live in shit, so I'm good. There you go. I'm ready for I it. Blake, I, tr- <laughs> I, I distrust your survivalism skills after you got within like 20 feet of a fucking bull, out, a wild bull out in the woods, and you're just like, eh. Uh, that's because it was, wasn't was being aggressive or anything. I didn't even fucking like <laughs> 20 feet my ass it was on the other side of the water <laughs> okay that's fair we, we could have crossed that water just like the bull could have oh my god no that just speaks to like how you need to i, I don't know i would be the hunter of the group not you that's no that's good right now. I'll sit there and, and like write little messages, shit talking the other groups. That's what I'm good at. I will. I will. You know, so Steve, Steve can grow the weed, and I will make the weed into all the things. Okay. Cool. Oh, there, you go. there we go. I can uh, set up yep. security and I guess fight off the whatever. <laughs> I don't know. This what apocalypse are we in? I don't even know. But we're <laughs> getting yet. ready for it. All right. Now, if you, I, I was talking to Steve about this earlier in our chat. Uh, there, there's a dude I know that said that back. Do you guys remember a couple months ago where it seemed like short stores were really short on uh, shopping carts? I I didn't uh, notice that. There, there was I thought a period, that was just called being in the ghetto. I mean, it kind of is, yeah. But like, there was a point I remember it where, like, in Lawton, like when you went to Walmart, I don't. Oh, she's got her headphones on. She would remember it if I asked her where, like, you couldn't, it was hard to find a shopping cart at a store. And, like, that dude was the level of conspiracy theorist. Where it was like he was saying that that was the government sending a secret <laughs> sign that the government was getting ready to collapse the economy on purpose. <laughs> and that's what you okay. worry about. <laughs> well, no, listen, the other, the other day I heard that uh, 
the other day I heard they were opening a brand new Kroger in Oklahoma city. And I grew up in Kentucky. So I love Kroger. Yeah. And I'm all like, yeah. Okay. And then I heard, I heard it is not an in-store shopping facility is delivery only. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Why are we even putting, why are you even putting a brand name on it? If it's delivery only at that point, no, isn't shit. it just DoorDash in the same thing, man? You know, fuck that. I, I, I'm going to boycott that. I on worked at Kroger for like three years, man. Pretty chill company to work for. Yeah, actually, they were a really good company to work for me. But yeah. I fucking hated yeah. it. <laughs> I used I used Evan's Kroger card for like ten years. It was because uh, it was linked. Bro, here. their savings and their prices <laughs> are unreal. I wish they were putting a fucking store out here, man. Shit. Hey, grocery you guys, you guys are hot. like. You guys have listeners that probably think you have so many other sponsors than you really do because some of this sounds like a commercial for people. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, dude, we probably we, mentioned none of these people pay us. Yeah. Uh, yet. <laughs> but yeah. Kroger, if you're listening, uh, y'all can't see it because weed, man. it's a podcast, but I've got my hand out. I'm kind of holding it out like a bellhop. Like, you, oh, know, yeah. <clears throat> you know, like Kroger, give me some money. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. I failed two drug tests for Kroger. They're not cool with weed, trust me. Uh, they hired me back every time, though. So they told cool. me to get clean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get off the weed, man. Uh, let me go find some piss. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll just go get on pain pills. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You have a prescription, right? Oh, yeah. Pain, pain pills are great. No problem at all. Yeah. They were talking on the Reddit about some companies are putting in their ads. If you've got a weed card, don't apply here. And it might not be legal, but it's kind of funny. People are dickheads. It's kind of funny. It's fucked up. It's totally not legal. You know, here's the thing. It, it gets into that splitting hairs because they'll every, then they'll start saying that everything is a safety-sensitive position, right? Uh-huh. And so then it comes down <laughs> to who do, we, who do we determine to allow whether you can do your job safely or not? Because I personally don't want the government coming in and deciding whether or not we're able to do that, you know? And as much as it encourages it, like, fucking go go to the smoke shop, buy a thing, a quick fix, strap it to your thigh and pass your test so you can have a job. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Have your kid piss in a fucking five-hour energy bottle. Well, yeah. Well, also, like, even if you do use recreationally, and it's not even medicinally, you should have that right to. And uh, even with work, it should be treated as alcohol in that instance. It's like, as long as you're not fucking high as fuck on, you know, fucking off on your job, like... You know, Man, you, they're not testing. Guys, pe- they're not testing people saying, "Oh, you drank alcohol last night. You can't work here." You know, nope. Right, dude. If you get if you get a stock five hundred cans of corn in one night, you better be high, man. You better <laughs> be high. That's all I gotta say. Shit. Yeah, I mean, but it depends on the job and the risk of the job. Like, there's low risk. If that's a low risk job, but you still. That's uh, why, like, the days at work where I know I'm not going to be driving the fucking the mm. machinery and i'm just going to be walking around pushing a cart because i get gonked on those days and fucking but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of like I'm gonna, what I'm gonna, josh gonna... was saying though is like letting letting there be like a, uh, a a mandated benchmark or whatever i don't like that you know well and that's Cause... that's the way the law that's the way the law is right now yeah is if yeah they deem you a safety sensitive position mm-hmm. but listen man i've got a friend that's a surgeon right and what he'll tell you is that his hand non-medicated will shake yeah but med- but medicated he's an amazing surgeon oh so yeah really i yeah, think yeah. it should come down to an issue of inebriation 
not medication. Well, yeah, that's you know why I, mean? I said, that's why I mentioned uh, recreational because I guess I, uh, on the show I've, I've mentioned, you know, I believe in there's two different States, you know, whereas medicated mm-hmm. you're, you're 50, you're, you're covering your ailments, you know, you're not doing it to party and, and like you get and all that, but uh recreational that's when you push into it, which is what we do on the show. Cause we had to distinguish for some of the listeners. Yeah. We piss people well, off. I, well, no, listen, and there's absolutely a truth to that. I mean, dude, I, I invented time release cannabis in a capsule. So I, my, yeah, my highest yeah. dosage, my highest dosage release is 250, 250, 250 milligrams. So three yeah. waves of 250, yeah. right? There are, there are some people that that is medicine for, mm-hmm. right? And there are some people that that is a Friday night recreation. Yeah, for. Totally. You know, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that again, it is a plant. It grows from the ground. All we do is take care of it and control its environment. Why should that even be a big deal either way? Make ladybugs mm-hmm. fuck on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, pr- you provide you provide a space. You provide a space for fuckery, dude. I mean, what's better than uh, that, you know? Back yeah. up. You know what I think? Uh, I think you should be able to take your driving to test stoned. And if you pass it, you should be able to drive stone, man. (laughs) (laughs) Then it would say you have to be stoned. You'd be like, okay, fine, fine. I told this story on the fucking on the podcast before, but like back back several months ago, I had the in-laws up and like my whole in-law family, and uh, I was trying to stay straight and trying to stay straight. And like they're great people. It's not one of those stories, but like uh, driving all the way up to OKC (laughs) to the to the museum, really stressful, and I'm making errors and shit. And then like. We're going back home and I'm just, I'm up to an 11. I'm so worked up. And finally I'm like, fuck it, hold on. And I stopped at a dispensary and got a gummy. And then we went and ate. And by the time we went and ate, like I was nice and stoned. And like, even they said like my driving and shit was so much better. So yeah, I get it. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. For sure, man. That story probably meant to go somewhere else. I'm extremely destroyed on weed right now. Apologies. Me no, too. It makes, it makes sense, man. I mean, I agree totally. Well, I was, there was something else I was going to. I forgot. Whatever. Oh no, I, Floyd. I just feel like in that. I yes. feel like in that story, you ended up at Golden Corral. <laughs> I've not been at a Golden Corral since I saw a video of a dude picking up the ladle and just eating out of it. Oh yeah, that shit uh, freaks me out. Uh, I mean, that's not going to stop me from going, especially yeah, no, once, the, especially once I'm <laughs> over COVID, because I'm. I'm oh, no, listen, I've got those natural that, antibodies for a little bit. <laughs> hey, you know. Well, you know what that that type of that type of thinking is what you got what got you COVID in the first place. Sir. No, no. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> I think that the place that Floyd and I work at is what got us COVID. That yeah. place is like a breeding ground. I think that's probably what happened. Yeah, I, yeah, man, it's cool. I just hope I didn't kill anybody because if I got it that bad when I was vaccinated, like I can't imagine the person who didn't have it. Yeah, I don't really interact with a lot of people otherwise. So I just, uh, you know, like in big groups or I go to the skate park, that's pretty, they're all pretty open, you know? Yeah. yeah, It takes like 15 minutes. I don't know, whatever. Fuck it. Fuck COVID. I hate it. I actually just lost a friend that I went to school with back in Ohio this past week. He, uh, it was, uh, Christmas Eve. Mm. Um, he went into the hospital, man. They put him on that fucking ventilator and once he got put on that ventilator, he had 48 hours, man. He fucking died. Fucking crazy, man. Yeah. 30, fuck. 33, I think he was 33 years old. Holy shit. So once again, uh, our fuck you shithead is going to be <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, COVID, you shithead. 
Yep. Fuck you, shit. You know, and Joe, to kind of tie into that, man, like, I think that this is the time where everybody that, that has a medical card or is in a recreational state really should be medicating extra um, because the more that you feed your endocannabinoid system, the more it's able to provide homeostasis to all the systems of your body, including your immune system. Meaning at this point, we can scientifically say that consuming more medical marijuana will help you to reduce the symptoms of or avoid getting COVID. Well, I've had, well it's been pretty much. <laughs> yes, I'm literally telling you that the science suggests. Done, you know, done, dude, yeah, no done, done. Yeah. I've, I'm definitely trying. <laughs> it, it helped me with COVID symptoms, the depression, and like, because mo- most of my shit was just laying around. But I, I decided, well, fuck it. I feel this bad. I need a nap anyway. And I took like, I took five 50 milligram edibles, four 50 milligram edibles, which is a lot for me. And for like three hours, I was up and feeling pretty good, actually, not 100%. And then mm. as soon as that buzz wore off, buddy, I was back down to like 20% laying on the floor watching Gremlins too. <laughs> but, but see, yeah. and here's, here's, here's some real truth to that, bro. The time that you were up moving around, right, was better for the, the long-term potential side effects that a lot of people are getting from COVID. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. Because you're still getting a lot of that circulation. You're still mm-hmm. going through your respiratory system. The cannabis yeah. allowed you to act in a way that actually reduced the likelihood of residual side effects. I, I so was as actually much as people want to same... talk crap, you know. Yeah. I was just thinking of that the other day when I was walking around outside because I was super high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was outside with the dog walking around. I was like, well, this is just as as important as bed rest is, is getting up and moving. Cause the more you lay it, the more I lay in bed, the sore I get because of like fucking spine shit and you know, all that. But, uh, which is part of why I medicate. So I medicate, get up, walk around and both are just as important as fight, uh, to fighting off any illness, I believe. Unless Weed it's, chicken uh, soup. you know, unless it's, you know, you lost a limb then you can't walk that off. Of course wheel it sounds off. like your dog was walking you man yeah well yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> she's a shepherd to... just shepherds me around the yard it's... <laughs> good dog. he was he was really super high and there was no dog <laughs> i don't even have a dog Wilford. guys <laughs> oh. that's awesome we've been what giving are... my dog fucking kratom what are dogs <laughs> yeah dude what? i looked it up we've got we've got a dog he's a real he's an old like sore anxious piece of shit he's just real nervous and he like he bites all his own fur off yeah he goes out and like he, he can't i tell the story a lot but he can't scratch his own penis so he goes outside and like rubs his dick on the grass to scratch it he's got a whole he's got problems and we looked it up and apparently dogs <laughs> love kratom and react really well to it so we've been giving him like we've been sprinkling kratom in his water and it seems to be doing him a lot of good. Honestly, man, it's, it's not just dogs. It's, it's actually dogs, cats and lizards specifically uh, because of the way that the, the opioid receptors in their brains work. Oh, they shit. have a natural binding affinity for kratom. So it allows them to receive, just like you said, not only pain, but anxiety relief. But I mean, to be very clear, it is very much like an opiate high for an animal. Um, but hey, if your animal needs that, then go for it. But I, I don't recommend giving that to your animal recreationally. You know? No, no. This is just no. to make him less no. of a piece of shit. No, absolutely. <laughs> he looks like he died three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like you hate to say that you're just kind of waiting on him to finally go so you can get like an actual because it, it's kind of like having a pet mop and like you don't you don't know what just wants outside to fuck the yard all the time but then there's also like that flamingo pillow i don't know if he's done that to my pillow like he fucks pillows <laughs> just yeah. a lot of little things he's just yeah. out of control and <laughs> And, 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 and this segment of the show, this segment of the show is sponsored by PETA. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'd never kill him. I'd just or, you know, uh, let, let him die. Or my pillows. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely that guy. That guy would totally be down to be a sponsor. Oh, wait. He, he, <laughs> I don't know if we share views with that, dude. What have I done? <laughs> If, if if the my pillow guy, yeah, never. I'm gonna start ripping on poor Ace. He's a good dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just oh man, he has a lot I'm, of ailments, dude. I'm so fucking. I'm I'm really high right now. It's hard for me to even follow a train of thought. Yeah, OTRs. Cool. You want to do OTRs? An OTR? Yeah, and I've got one because okay. I think I think we've asked Steve this before when he was on last, but I know we right, have Joshua. Hold on, we got to introduce go. the segment, right? OTR off the rip is the segment where we talk about questions that you might ask while you're high or questions that we came up with while we were high. Is that right? Yeah. And if uh, one of the list, any of the listeners come up with one that they would like to hear on the air answered on the air, uh, hit us up in the discord, the email, wherever you heard all that stuff early podcast. <laughs> Clownpenis.com. Clown penis. Anyway. So you're, uh, you're off the rip. Okay. Off the rip is an old classic favorite strain starting with let's go with steve because steve i forget if we asked you before or not favorite all-time strain yeah <clears throat> man i mean i know it kind of sounds bad but uh blue dream no i respect uh, it <laughs> <laughs> no i do <laughs> so i mean but it, you, it's old you school woke, bad, like, you <laughs> <laughs> so much of that shit uh yeah, you were in the Midwest at the same time as us, Steve. Yeah. You know about that fucking, that giant flush of blue yeah. dream. Blue That's dream right, or green bro. crack. Fucking pick one or the yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? That's funny shit, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hey. I, I associate green crack with Adderall because I used to get a bunch of Adderall back then when I was on drugs, back when that same time. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck Adderall. I haven't had Blue Dream in a long time. I, uh, man, I want to try some now. Yeah, actually, it's I been years. I, listen, I haven't, I haven't had a good Blue Dream since uh, Bill from Funky Town Farm grew it a few years ago. Like that was the right, best. Blue dream it's around. hard to find a good real Blue Dream. You know what I mean? It really is. Mm. Which is well, weird because it's supposed to be so easy to grow. You think it would come up with some good results? It's easy to grow mids. <laughs> That's it's good. not easy to grow well yeah <laughs> so for me do the same question go to me yes sir that's Favorite what i was trying to say okay so for me up until recently i would have also gone with blue dream um but i've lately had some triangle og kush uh from fisher's genetics out of oklahoma city that is just life-changing man oh so yeah. that that Dude, one that shit, that shit is good it changed your whole favorite strain based on its quality. That's interesting. It, it did. Well, you know, I used to kind of have a top three, like uh, smoked catfish from Rosebuds was exceptional. Mm. And then there was a, one called Rocky Dennis from Easy's House of Danks in Tulsa. And both of those are vertical grows. So they grew them in house. And those two were kind of it along with Blue Dream for years for me. And then I had this Triangle OG Kush from Fisher's Genetics. And it was just 
you know yeah triangle og coach in particular mm-hmm. okay. yep cool specifically uh floyd has just changed i actually forget what yours is floyd i think i know and mine's yeah i'm i'm pretty generic like i like diesels or uh you know cushions it either one doesn't really matter and yeah what's yours blake Oh, Windwalker. The roster Windwalker, yeah. Yeah, it's still there. Oh, no. that Windwalker from Native Yeah, from Native yeah, Veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that shit is good, man. Nothing has uh, has been able to dethrone that one yet. I'll but, tell you what, man. I've I've had that one and that Johnny Knuckles by them, and they would definitely be in my top five as well. Mm. Johnny Knuckles was good. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't get to try that new, the raspberry one, or uh, what was it? Something raspberry. Raspberry you know, jelly. Got- I didn't get to try that one. Oh, you know the other kind you got to try? You've got to try that frosted sherbet by Aesthetic Cannabis. Fire as fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, Uh, you you do need to try it. And that is what I am currently floating around on. That's a shitload of Lotus Golds, right? Hmm. Yes, it is. Awesome. Yeah, It's at the Edmond location uh, on Waterloo. And fuck, oh, North Pennsylvania. (laughs) Right on. I'm floating in the same universe that he is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, uh, the other thing that we've got to shout out is like Steve's kind of like the reigning meme lord of the industry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. if anybody get, everybody needs any memes made, they should go to him. I like it whenever you fucking get into it with somebody because you're real public about it. I respect that. Like I'm all, all about airing my dirty laundry out and you kind of do the same shit. And it's great to me. All right. Like, when i got into it with the lot and police department i was on facebook like fuck you come get me pigs you know and like, <laughs> that's funny shit yeah did you are you talking about maybe like this did you see the sit-in that i did i had to do a live sit-in to get paid last year from this no, job I didn't. that was at oh man i went live on i went live on facebook it was a it was a distribution uh it was a distribution place that was only open a month and they tanked and they wouldn't pay us so i was like fuck it I'm sitting here and I knew they had money because I had just went to the bank and dude walked in. So I went live on Facebook. <laughs> I had like, I don't know, 60, 70 people watching. And I had people call. I put the number on there and I had people calling in from the live telling them that pay fucking Steve. You need to pay Steve. So finally they paid me. I was the only person I got paid. <laughs> That's awesome, man. It was right before Christmas last year. So it was like the same time, right? Yeah, you know, just last year. It was funny as fuck. Fuck a place that doesn't pay, man. That's that's good. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I won't. I won't stand for that shit, bro. I'm, I've been here for too long in this industry, man. Fuck that. We fucking. Uh, okay. Well, we are at about the hour and fifteen mark. Are you guys still? Is this a good time? What do you think, Blake? Guys. I'm. Uh, I'm just here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just here. My, my, my phone's about to die out on us, so I might have to dip soon, gentlemen. But I'm yeah. going to pop in one more OTR and then hit it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. Yeah, and you can pull an old one. Yeah, since we, uh, we're having Steve and Josh uh, answer them, if you like, if you had a favorite. I'm digging in there. Okay, here we go. Yes, a classic. We've done this one before. Do you think that it's still possible for you all, us being a bunch of pretty advanced stoners, to get, quote, too high anymore? <laughs> You want me to go do you first? want to, Steve, or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll go. I okay. I believe so, man. Like uh, sometimes when I do, especially when I do dabs, I get really high. You know, I get the dab sweats. Yeah. Or like, for instance, last night I was driving to work. I've been doing third shifts. I drove to work last night, and 
I was smoking a joint. I probably stopped at the stoplight, dude. Probably like a good fifty to sixty feet before the stoplight, like way before. <laughs> and then I realized I looked up and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Now it's green. I was like, "I'll just keep going. Fuck it." <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, I definitely believe you can still get too high, man. I got I got a high tolerance, man. And Josh has seen me too high off of a off of eco, man. He knows he knows I can get high. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was one time that Steve took one and he uh, called me later and said he had to stop on the side of the road. No doubt, man. I get yeah. I, I mean, I say I got a high tolerance, but man, there's that there's I I hit that point all the time. Now, what about you, Joshua? Do you have because you work in that fucking Willy Wonka lab and you get to have all the magical high dose shit? So. <laughs> well, I mean, so yeah. So to be very honest, man, um, because of what we do. Um, and the amount of different R and D that we do, it's it's very hard for me to personally get too medicated. <laughs> However, I will say this: we we have to test that as well. Um, where we sell things in like a weekly dose, we've got to say, hey, at what point does this become something that could cause negative side effects, et cetera, right? Yeah. Um, and so I have purposely taken myself to the too high point. And there's a couple stages of that, man. I would almost describe it like like the first phase of that when you're too high is like. Like that meadow phase, like Steve's talking about, where you're stopping a mile from the stop sign yeah. and not realizing what the fuck's going on, right? Uh, but then you get to like what I call the moat phase, which is where you're like, whoa, I am literally too high. I can't function right now. I need to stop. That's like the sweats that Steve's talking about. You may get nauseous. You may start to get a headache. Then there's even greening out, which is just where you pass out from being too high, right? right. But then there's what we, then there's the fourth level which is the least fun level of all. And that is where you literally stress your CB1 receptor so much that you're no longer high. You become so high that you're sober. And then what usually happens is like a a migraine of doom sets in. Um, Yep. And that's something something that I've experienced numerous times, sadly, Um, but it's all part of the the research and development process. You know, you got to do a lot of guinea picking on yourself. That edible headache is no joke. I've been there. Mm Mm-hmm and that's yeah and, good and that's usually an indication that somebody took too much you know yeah. i get it too it likes to uh the i won't say i really get too high anymore i do watch my dose i did there was one time where i took uh one of those mega jacked up like fucking you're irresponsible for buying this bars and i took too yeah, much of yeah, one yeah. and like had a little freak out on it so i'd say it is possible yeah well and it, it is more likely with distillate driven products not going to talk any more crap on Dislet than that today, but I did. it's more likely with Dislet. <laughs> I do have a question yep, for you real I quick, agree. Joshua, before you have to get sure, off yeah. here. Um, since you, uh, you've got a lot of experience in making and consuming and like you, you're the animal, oh, you're, like, yeah. you're the guy. Uh, we've asked this to a lot of people, but you seem to be the, the fourth most expert on the subject that we've had. Um so to new users, how would you recommend they find their dose on edibles? You know, here's the deal. So you first, before you dive into dose, I think you dive into source. Mm. Um, if someone is trying to uh, consume for medicinal reasons, my first suggestion would be to go with a full spectrum product or at the very minimum one that said this broad spectrum of cannabinoids. Um, mm-hmm. Sadly, there's there's very few actual strain-specific edibles in the industry. So really what we're trying to look for here is a broad spectrum of cannabinoids or not just THC, but yeah. also CBG, CBC, CBD. Um, and so, but as far as dosing, 
start low and slow. And the reason I say that is because it doesn't matter how long you've smoked for. If you've been smoking since the 70s, because of the way that orally consumed cannabis bypasses, does first pass metabolism and does the 11-oxy conversion, because of that, your tolerance for smoking is not the same as edibles. So I actually recommend people start at five or 10 milligrams at most and work their way up from there. Um, you know, yeah. We're actually dropping, we're dropping a 10 milligram capsule for just that reason. It's going to be like deliver four milligrams, three milligrams, then three milligrams um, to try and introduce those new patients in or for those um, pediatric or elderly patients as well. That's cool. So, and I mean, because, you know, because here's the deal. If you just walk into a dispensary, the default bud tender is going to try and sell you a 50 or hundred milligram edible. And most, most people that have not consumed uh, cannabis in an edible form do not need that much. Now, obviously your people that don't have gallbladders or have liver issues, fatty liver, P450 liver enzymes, any of those issues that can, that can drastically change how you metabolize edibles. And there may be some different things you'll need to look for in the product. Um, But all of that, notwithstanding, started a five or 10 milligram. It's better to start too low and not get as medicated as you want yeah. than to take too much and be over medicated. As edibles can be scary. Oh, absolutely. They can. Listen, if you've, the only, I've never been too high from smoking and I've only been too high for a couple minutes from dabbing, but from edibles. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, I've been too high from smoking. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) What you say about gallbladders is interesting to me, too, because Floyd, I believe you don't have a gallbladder, right? Like somebody poked it out. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so pretty much once you remove, I mean, really, once we remove any of the organs of the body, you know, how we we metabolize things changes. But once you remove that gallbladder, a lot of times you'll need an edible source that is either a water soluble or possibly put on a non uh, MCT lipid source, such as something from a grapeseed oil, avocado, extra virgin olive oil, walnut, coconut, any of those, or not okay. coconut, walnut or almond. I would just avoid coconut edibles because you're never going to receive the full uh, bioavailability mm. from them, uh, not having that gall butter. Interesting. Wow, that's mm. some hard science for the Smoke and Oakies podcast. That's <laughs> yeah. great. I was literally just a, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say right now I'm that meme of seeing just a bunch of numbers and equations and stuff. You know, like, <laughs> You're going to listen to this later and be like, wow, this is really interesting. I'm yeah. glad to know this. You know, it's, it's kind of like inception. There's layers to it, right? So you yeah. listen to it extremely baked. Then you listen to it moderately baked. <laughs> then you listen to it sober. And then by the end of it, you've digested it. You know? I wouldn't listen to this show sober. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good show. Oh, don't get me wrong, but you know, it's made from a certain perspective. <laughs> okay, uh, so then you need to begin the show with a disclaimer that, that you need to like smoke along with the show or pre-medicate. You know, it'll make, it'll make us a lot funnier. Well, that's why yeah. we that's why we start the show with what we're smoking every time. Yeah. So yeah. And we have like so the bong rip. That's like the yeah. That's the audience's cue to uh, you know smoke along with us. And as Friend of the show, Tyler notes fucking the, the baseline that we start with sounds a lot like Pusher Man too. So that should be further. Oh, there you go. There you go. See that the next evolution is you guys start sending out like a monthly box for them to like go along with the show, like a participation oh. thing. <laughs> I mean, your, your listeners, your listeners in China might not be able to do it, but the rest of them should. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, the the Oklahoma. Wait, I I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what's going on. Well, I guess that might be a good time for you to look for your glasses, then, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been fun, guys. Well, hey, uh, Steve, Josh, thank you, thank you for coming on. Yeah, dude, uh, thank you, guys. Played, Have fuck a great you, evening, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, once again, you can find the Steve Aesthetic Cannabis and uh, Joshua Graston of uh, Be Elevated. Uh, you can find them at their social In media handles. Uh, go check them out. Well, love y'all. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to figure out where the fuck are my sunglasses. Smoke and Okies is Oklahoma's premier cannabis podcast, starring Evan Wade and Brandon Blake, brought to you by Cannabis Web Media Group, CWMG. We want to talk about your business. Reach out to podcast at smokinokiespod.com for commercial opportunities and more. And if you'd like to interact on a more personal level, get in touch with us at our website, smokinokiespod.com, and join the Discord for even more discussion. There's a big link there. You can't miss it. Smoke and Okies does not produce, provide, or sell cannabis products in any capacity. That includes buying weed for you. Seriously, fuck off with that shit.